Welcome to Recruiting Daily's Use Case Podcast, a show dedicated to the storytelling that happens or should happen when practitioners purchase technology. Each episode is designed to inspire new ways and ideas to make your business better as we speak with the brightest minds in recruitment and HR tech. That's what we do. Here's your host, William Tincup. Ladies and gentlemen, this is William Tincup, and you are listening to the Use Case Podcast. We have Alex on from Virtual With Us. We're going to be talking about for business today and on our show. So, Alex, do us a favor, do the audience a favor, and introduce both yourself and introduce Virtual With Us. Absolutely. Hello, and thank you for having me on. I'm really excited to be here. I'm Alex Schreckengast. I'm the CEO, founder and CEO of Virtual With Us. Um, I, I started the company at the height of the pandemic. Uh, really as a way to, one, support the hospitality industry as a lot of, you know, I've been in the in the wine industry for 17 years on the communication side, and I saw a lot of the sommeliers that I really respect uh, were furloughed. And on top of that, my husband, who's in tech, was struggling to maintain his, his business relationships virtually and wasn't really sure of a solution and what to do. And so really, this is, this company is inspired by a drive to reconnect with our professional culture and networks as employees continue to work remotely. So virtual with us, you know, encourages togetherness. It takes the coordination and guesswork um, out of a lot of what the marketing teams were struggling with and, and trying to figure out how to support various initiatives from, you know, client and prospect entertaining to also focusing on team building and morale and um, diversity and inclusion. So really this is to build and reinforce our professional relationships and to keep the business conversation flowing, supporting along the way. Um, and this platform has really been a, a, a fantastic way to continue that conversation and, and to be dynamic. A lot of our hosts, because they come from the restaurant industry, are, are used to lighting up a room, which is fantastic because they really bring a fun camaraderie to the, to the team who's on the Zoom calls and who's really, um, they're trying to socialize and network and it makes it less awkward. So I'm really excited to share a little bit more about virtual with us with you um, as, as we continue to have, you know, hybrid and remote offices around the country, but around the world. So give us a couple of, of examples of, of uh, events or, or ways that people use virtual with us. Absolutely. So we have a number of events that are, you know, as simple and as fun as tastings, wine tastings, because that's my background, spirits, beer, cooking classes, uh, mixology, baking, uh, coffee talks where you can network throughout the day and, and really get to know your prospects and your network. Uh, the great thing about what we're doing with Virtual With Us is we scalability and, and programs that are unique to organizations. So our clients will come to us and they're, I think prior to the pandemic, some of the global organizations that we're working with, it wasn't as socially acceptable to just have a cocktail with your colleague in India, for example, and you're in New York. And now they were trying to figure out a way to do that and to really bring best practices from one office to the other as they're learning um, how to really navigate this remote and hybrid model of work from anywhere. And so we create different concepts, networking rooms where we'll have a main room and everyone will get to, get to chat, get to taste through some really delicious wines. And then they'll break out into breakout rooms where they jump from room 
getting to know their colleagues that they typically would only see once a year, if that, um, or only uh, via email. And uh, in terms of prospects and clients, it's been the same way. It's allowing really uh, organizations to share a little bit about themselves, to really get to know who their prospects are in a way that's not just hardcore selling, but rather getting to know those people so it's authentic and genuine and they can make that business uh, relationship stronger. So when you sell, you know, some of this is going to be sales in HR. And I want to talk a little bit about recruiting and recruiting events if, 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 you, if you go down that path. But when you sell in HR, what do they think of you as? What do they, do they, what your words do they kind of say, okay, this would help us with, you know, a problem that they have. Maybe, you know, it's got to come out of their budget. So it's going to be attached to something. So what do they typically position you as? So a lot of the HR departments have asked us because they're building out diversity and inclusion programs throughout their organization, and they're also struggling with, you know, onboarding new employees. There are many employees that haven't met their colleagues in person at all. Um, I just had a meeting with a client yesterday about it, and they said, you know, I haven't seen any of my clients from beyond the waist up uh, or the neck up (laughs) ever. And so we're really, the HR departments look to us as a cultural extension arm to help them. So as companies of all kinds have successfully transitioned to remote model and Forrester, for example, in their research said 60% of companies across the US are going to maintain a hybrid model where you'll have some employees in an office of some kind and the others working from anywhere, the work from anywhere model or or working remote. And 10% of companies are 100% remote and going to be so permanently how do you continue to build that team camaraderie and have that water cooler talk that you would typically have? And it's an inherent problem with this process and you want meaningful team building and, and a way to introduce new hires into a unique company culture in a proactive and organized way. So they look to us as that missing link to support them as employees are returning to a you know quote unquote office, but they're planning to stay remote. So we want to make everyone feel included no matter where they're working from. And with specially curated programming, we design specific to an organization to highlight the best parts of the team, the best parts of the company, and to really let personalities shine through through a social experience. I love that. I can see, you know, the uh, the tentacles of engagement, uh, employee engagement. You've already hit on onboarding. And team building. Uh, I also, I, ironically, I, I could also see this coming out of the wellness budget. Um, you know, as an as a kind of a way to kind of deal with the isolation and some of the mental health things that have come from COVID, uh, and come combat that. Right. So how do we how do we how do we, how do we combat some of the stuff that we already know exists? Uh, and let's use programmatically. Let's use virtual with us to then offset. Uh, some of the, some of those things. Um, have you have you have you has anyone used it in recruiting to uh, to on the front end instead of in HR after their employees? Has anyone tried to use virtual with us on the front end as recruiting or recruiting events? Yes, we've actually done meet and greets. So there's going nice. around the room, and then there's meet and greets that are curated by you know our second pillar, which is culture with 
which is really part of the Virtual With Us family. And, and it focuses on fostering interpersonal relationships early on before the onboarding process, before they're even hired. It's an introductory experience so that they learn about the organization that they're interviewing with. Um, we've also worked with a variety of organizations that are essentially virtual job fairs or they in person at one point, um, but really it's getting ahead of the game and being able to provide that introductory experience so it's not awkward. And so it's a way to socialize with professionals throughout the country. So when people listen to this, are you, uh, are you a tech? And is it the technology that does all these things or is it services and programs or is it a combination of, of those things? Like, what do you positionally, what do you, what do you, you know, what do your customers think of you and how do you position yourself? So we position ourselves as services and programs and, and culture, which is the right. large thing. I, I think you know, something that inspired me to really flesh this out a little bit further and develop this programming is um, in, in my past lives, just working through, um, you have to really understand a variety of personalities as you're going into a professional setting, no matter where you go. Um, everybody works very differently um, and not all organizations have diversity and inclusion programs, for example. Um, and so this was a way to really help um, build and strengthen those programs within organizations and the organizations that had them in a really good spot. It's a way for them to maintain the programs because they were doing them in person and weren't sure how to pivot. I love that. So you're coming into this with a, a list of programs. Okay. Like, you know, I, I, would, I would assume that uh, based on all kinds of different personal interests and different ways that you could kind of connect people, um, have your customers innovated on that and, and uh, either asked you for different programs or come up with different programs that are kind of a little bit outside of the, out of, outside of maybe what you thought you, you know, so this was going to be used for? Absolutely. We, we just had a client ask us about office tours and um, hmm. come up with an idea. So um, the team and I sat down and we thought this would be a good opportunity for new hires who have not had a chance to see the office. And perhaps these come, you know, this company in particular, they're maintaining a smaller office space. They got rid of their larger retail uh, real estate apologies. And they wanted to really provide a healthy, safe, uh, environment for colleagues to take a virtual group tour of the workspace and to understand what the culture is in terms of where everyone is sitting as they're starting to brainstorm and ideate and get together as a group. Um, so that's something new to our programming that I'm really proud of that will support HR initiatives um, as they're bringing on new hires in this hybrid model or their remote model where they can get a little bit of color commentary and we can do conference room nicknames and really give tips about, you know, the quote unquote neighborhood of, of the work environment that they have and understand what their colleagues, who their colleagues are and, and feel comfortable and connected to their team. Uh, so that's something new and, and I'm really excited to roll it out. I love that. Um, the questions you get in the buy cycle. So questions at HR when you first talk to them, because it makes sense and it is new-ish because of what we've been through in the last uh, year and a half or so. Um, what are the questions that HR professionals and even you know, some of the recruiting professionals, what are the questions that they ask you in the buying cycle? 
During the buying cycle, they usually ask how the business social environment takes place virtually, how we help to make those connections. And I discuss it as, you know, we're the solution in that networking experience. And I talk through how the presentations are fun and engaging with breaks, that we have food and beverage professionals that are used to really lighting up the room and having conversations with a number of personalities to, to bring them out of their shell, how we curate breakout rooms to introduce attendees to each other and give them the opportunity to, to meet and speak, you know, face to face, if you will, or virtually. Um, and we also provide different types of activities too, to really build on the first conversations and the connection in a more casual environment. So that's the first question we get asked much more than anything else. Separately, I've gotten asked a lot in terms of our programming and the products that we offer or that we send out whether it's the wine or beers or spirits that we work with, you know, the kind of suppliers that we're working with, that we're integrating different types of people from different backgrounds, which is very important on, on our end and is something I've integrated into our culture here at Virtual With Us. And so it's very important to me that our curated lists of offerings are also diverse and also speak to a variety of programs, seasonality, um, and people of different backgrounds. So we have of color, we have uh, female winemakers, we have folks from all over the world that are representing these, these spirits, these wines, these beers, and the cheese and charcuterie and so on. And that seems to be very important for the HR professionals that I'm speaking with as well. I love that. If you don't mind me asking, what, what technology does, do you use for the events? So we use a number of technologies, really depending on the preference of the organizations. Um, we do use Zoom just for the commonality of it all. Um, for some of the more casual networking experiences that are audio versus a visual aspect, we have been playing with Clubhouse a bit. Um, but typically, Microsoft Teams and Zoom are the platforms that we utilize Zoom the most. Um, especially as we're starting to evolve into virtual conferences, a lot of the trade events and large conferences that the HR professionals are hosting uh, for networking experiences. We've found that the webinar is um, not as inclusive because you can't really participate as much and it's, it's pre-tape or you can't respond right away. And we want it to be a business social environment. So we interdisperse speakers and do these presentations in those breakout rooms. So, well, first of all, I love all that. And it's flexible, which is which is nice. And I think that kind of fits a lot of customers and what they need, especially if it's a Microsoft Teams, you know, shop, then being able to use their instance for this would be it would be great. If we're if we were to put on a scotch tasting event uh, for our employees and uh, how would we get product or how do you get product in the hands of the people that, that for the tasting? How does that how to well, explain kind of to the audience how, you know, I'm, us I'm using scotch because I'm staring at a bottle of Johnny Walker Blue <laughs> <laughs> that I bought last night. So I'm just waiting for five o'clock so I can crack it open. But anyhow, at scotch tasting, uh, take us through that event and, and let's get into like distribution and how, you know, you're going to have someone then teach them about scotch. Absolutely. I, my past life, uh, my, my previous job before I launched this, I was working as their head of communications and events and digital at uh, Wilson Daniels, which is a wine importer. Yeah. So I have a lot of relationships in the distribution import world, as well as a lot of the producers I worked with throughout the years, uh, even prior to, to my last uh, gig. 
And so I've really maintained a lot of those folks. And uh, so I work with distributors and retail stores across the country to work on fulfillment. We've created some really solid partnerships globally as well. And so we fulfill globally. And that's why we work with large organizations that do have colleagues in other countries. And we're able to get them products through our fulfillment partners. And then, and so the event itself, uh, and again, let's say we'll just use the backdrop of, of Scotch, uh, Scotch tasting. Would you bring in uh, uh, someone, an expert, to then take them through what what to experience? Like, is that part of the program uh, that y'all put together? Um, Absolutely. So our program, how it works from, you know, soup to nuts is it, once an HR uh, group or an inclusion and diversity committee reaches out to me and they want us to build out a program for them, they're looking for a way to either do a team building activity or to host their prospects. We build out packages and we send we think would be a fit for their group. Uh, from there, we work with our distribution partners and they do the fulfillment where everything gets shipped directly to everyone's home um, through our partners. And we have a tracking and logistics team that handles the white glove service that we provide, which is essentially tracking all of those packages to ensure everybody receives their package in a timely manner, typically two days prior. The day of the event, we have uh, hosts that are specific what was chosen, whether you need a sommelier for wine, if you need a Cicerone for beer, um, if you need a whiskey expert, we'll have those folks on and they'll approach it in an engaging and fun way, very casual, interactive, and they'll speak to the products and do the tasting and have icebreaker questions and, and things going on during the event so that people can also socialize as they're enjoying the drink and they can ask this professional questions about the product that they're enjoying and consuming. I love this because there's a, there, well, I love the way that it's, uh, that it's set up and it's kind of, it's, you know, uh, soup to nuts, it's kind of built for people. So they don't have to think about like figuring out uh, how to get thing products into people's hands, but the, there is, you know, there is an employer branding aspect to this, you know, that they can, you can, you can see that they can put some swag in there or other types of things in, as well as the product so that, you know, you can, you can see that the person's getting, you know, mugs or glasses or t-shirts or something else. So that you can kind of see how they could mix their brand into this experience as well. Um, on, include, go, go ahead. Apologies. We, we include custom notes. Um, ah. Logos. Um, if clients ask us for swag, we've, we've done beautiful decanters with logos. We've done uh, for, we're doing mint julep, the, the copper tone, uh, mugs uh, for the uh, Kentucky Derby celebrations at the end of April. So we're really having fun with these organizations and getting creative on the type of swag that we include and making sure it's something that people will will hold near and dear and, and keep in their kitchens or, or use on an ongoing basis as a reminder of who hosted them. I love that. I, lo I love that. Love that. So a couple of questions before we ro ro roll out. One is, What's a program that you've always wanted to do, but a customer hadn't bought on it yet? Yet. <laughs> but you wanted to do a bit because I'm one of these people. It's like, okay, I wanna, I'm going to do this bit, but you know, how do I talk somebody into it? Um, what's a program that you've always wanted to do and you just haven't gotten someone to bite yet? So something I've wanted to do um, that we started to build out for a customer and they're, they're still mulling it over so it's not lost is an experiential virtual retreat. Mm. Um, they wanted to really figure out a way to um, 
they wanted a hybrid program because some of the colleagues were going to be together. So half half hybrid, half in-person, where you'll have folks that were remote. And we wanted a tailored program to maximize inclusivity and to really make the memories truly memorable, for lack of a better term. And so they loved the idea. They're just, they're still mulling it over, but I'm really excited about the aspect. I want to test it out. It's something that we are going to have to consider as a whole. And I think as a society, because there are a lot of folks that are going to opt out and decide to live by a lake house instead of commuting in and out of the cities that they live near um, and have a little bit more flexibility with their families and work from wherever they would like versus the other folks that do feel more comfortable going back into the office and that's okay. Um, but we have to figure out a way to ensure that it's inclusive. And so I'm really excited to roll out some of those programs and they just haven't, haven't come to fruition yet because folks are still um, you know, remote. Uh, but it's something that I hope will come to fruition. Just to, I'd love to test it out and see how it works and play with it and evolve it to the point where it's in a good and solid place where it's enjoyable for everyone. Yeah, it's interesting because it's, you know, at the, at the heart, you're trying to figure out how do you create camaraderie I mean, during COVID? How do you keep create camaraderie and a sense of team in, when people aren't next to each other? Um, and, and again, even post-COVID, people aren't going to be next to each other. Not all, not everyone. There's going to be, everyone's got a different version or a different take on what hybrid workplace or workforce is going to look like. So we really, no one really knows. Uh, that's, 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 but we all know, okay, this choice, I mean, that's actually going to be a good thing. Some people are going to want to go to an office and some people uh, are going to want to live in, you know, Sun Valley, Idaho. Um, and that's just being, that's just going to be the way that is. But I love that your focus on these bespoke experiences and helping people kind of bond. Um, I know people will ask, so we, I need to ask you, what, how do you price this? And again, I don't want to get into the dollars and cents part, but how do you, how do you when you're talking to HR, how do you give them a construct of how to think about this in their budget? Absolutely. So our packaging generally started $200 per person. Um, uh, you know, keeping in mind, we do include the products, the shipping, um, and the white glove service across the board. So there's, there's a variety of programming depending on if they want to scale up, if they want to scale down in terms of the, the amount of the number of people, the minimum they give us. Uh, we do the intimate events for sales organizations where we do 12 to 15 people. And then we have organizations where we're doing team building for their global team. And we have 500 people on those calls. So there's, there's, it, it varies based on that truly. Um, it's, you know, depending on the heavy lift and the team, you know, the team I'm putting behind it to support all of the initiatives throughout, um, anywhere from the registration landing page to the technician that's going to support um, Zoom to the tracking team that's ensuring everybody gets their curated package. Um, there's a lot of detail that goes into that. So we work closely with the organizations to figure out what their budget is looking for in terms of experience and then we're pretty transparent with them from there on these are these are the great products that we can offer um, for your company for you to enjoy these are curated boxes that we're making for you um, and then we also have our turnkey events as well that are you know straightforward three wines uh, three half bottles that they'll receive cheese and charcuterie or chocolate pairing um, that everyone will receive straight to their door and this, this is what you've got so it really depends on that conversation 
um, and really work with our, our companies to ensure that they're getting the right experience for their employees or their, their clients and prospects. I love it. Add candidates to your vernacular uh, because I, I think that there's just a wonderful play, especially in the future with, with putting candidates in, through this process on the front end, as you, especially in diversity and inclusion, you want to pull together with female engineers and then have an event. Uh, I just think there's a wonderful way to do that with candidates. So add that, add that to the list. Um, last thing on, as, as we go out is what's, what else should we know or what's, other things that you'd like for us to know about virtual with us? Really, this is something that I'm, I'm just incredibly proud of um, that we've been able to do is to execute these, these wonderful scalable programs to help organizations. Um, this was something I think we were all a landscape. We were all trying to dive into and figure out how to navigate um, and how to properly network across the board. And it was really important that the evolution of office culture and business entertainment um, was done well. And so through these solutions, I'm very proud of what we've created and we continue to grow and evolve. A key factor in the success for many of the organizations we've worked with and or so they've told us um, has been creating these offerings and, and building out um, these programs, especially for the organizations where mid and bottom of the funnel events are, are taking place in a very authentic and genuine way. Um, so I'm very proud of, of the team that we've built so far and, and our supporters and our clients, and we're just continuing to evolve from here and, and build out additional programming to support culture um, and inclusivity across the board. I love it. I love what you're doing. Thank you, Alex, for giving us the time and breaking things down uh, about virtual with us. Absolutely. Thank you for having me on. I look forward to hopefully chatting with you again in the future. 100%. And thanks for everyone that listens to the Use Case Podcast. Until next time. You've been listening to Recruiting Daily's Use Case Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite platform and hit us up at recruitingdaily.com.